0: I'm Sam and I'm Jess and this is the feel good daily show.
1: We're two sisters on a mission to feel good every day.
0: Join us each week as we learn the tips tricks and habits that will help us go from feeling bleh to hell yeah.
1: If you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired then wear your gals.
0: So grab a glass of something fun and let's get ready to feel good. Can we love our bodies and still want to lose weight? Question mark. So welcome yes. back to the Feel Good Daily Show. This is episode nine. We're nearing oh my the gosh, end. Is it really? Yes.
1: No way.
0: It's crazy. That we're nearing
1: so fast.
0: We're nearing the end of season one. Who knew there were seasons? But there are. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Sam. And I'm Jess. And we are actually virtually recording via Zoom. So if it sounds a little different, that might be why. If it doesn't sound different, then forget I even said that.
1: <laughs> yes, we're in the same room at the same time. And, then, and you know, I, it's so crazy because, like, the whole pandemic really opened up so many opportunities for, like, doing things like this and virtual meetings and working from home. But and I love that we're able to do this considering the circumstances and at least get together, like, somehow, you know. But it's definitely not the same feeling. Like so many people during the pandemic are like, oh, but you have phones and stuff. And there's just distinguishably a different feeling when you're physically with someone, especially it's like someone you love, like your sister, your brother, your spouse, whatever. You know, it's just that feeling like you just feel their presence. This you're here, but like, it's not like you're really here. Mm -hmm. So it's always such like a little bit of a sad thing for me. But at least I'm happy to be hanging out with you anyway, whichever way I can.
0: Yeah, and I'm really proud of us for being consistent. We could have been like old us would have been like, "Eh, yes. we can't meet in person. The week is coming to an end," and nope. the next thing you know, there would be no more episodes because once we,
1: <laughs> it would never yeah. even finish season one. We was like, no. "I have to get it,"
0: because <laughs> that's how we are, right? Especially with like working mm-hmm. out and stuff. It's, you skip one oh day, gosh. you skip two days. Next thing you know, yes. you're like, "Where'd the time go? It's been three months."
1: Yep, it's been it's been three years, and I haven't lost any weight. What happened? It's mm-hmm. like mom, um, you didn't show up exactly
0: so I'm really excited about this topic specifically because it's something I come up upon a lot because I am a personal trainer but I am a body positive personal trainer so I don't preach really weight loss as our only goal of working out I preach loving our body and practicing self-care so I have some people ask me like is it possible to still want to lose weight if I'm learning to love my body and practice that self-love?
1: Because sometimes it feels like a contradiction.
0: Yes, exactly. Like if you love your body, you don't want to change anything about it, which Mm. it could be the case. Like you could find that through your self-love journey, you realize that, Hey, I'm actually really like, I, I don't need to lose weight to love myself. And then there's other reasons why you might think, you know what, I'm really learning to love my body and I want to love my body even more and take care of my knees and my back. And I know right. that if I was to lose a few pounds, I'd be able to move around more easily and be more loving to my body,
1: but right. more gentle on it. could be more gentle on it. Yeah. yeah. But that's like I remember really for me, ask. for me a long time ago when I was like super into fitness when BFFS first, when BFF first started and I, was kind of in this weird place in my life where I didn't not love my body, but I also wasn't very still comfortable in my own skin. Right. So of course my first thought of going on a diet and losing weight and working out was to lose weight. And then a couple months in, at the same time, I was also very much into going to church and stuff and like, you know, doing the things that, you know, is, makes you a quote unquote good person or whatever, or, you know, like a, you know, mm-hmm. decent human being. And um, I was focusing on, when I was working out, like how good it made my body feel, but also how proud I felt of it. Because I felt like showing God that I love my body or like showing myself that I love my body or showing the world that I love my body, what better way to do that than to keep it strong? So mm-hmm. my my focus quickly turned from, yeah, I want to lose weight and I want to look good in my own skin. And I want to feel comfortable into my own skin to I want to take care of this. This is my temple, right? Like they always say, your body is your temple. Like this is my temple. And if I had a crack in the foundation, I would be there with spackle trying to fix the walls mm-hmm. and, and build up the foundation. So why not do the same thing for my body? And sh- the best way to show it that I love it is by taking care of it.
0: Yeah. And that's the key. I think we do. What we think is going to happen is if I lose weight, then I'm going to love my body. And we've talked about this multiple times. And then you get to the end of the road of your weight loss journey, which is whatever, 12 weeks long. And you're like, okay, I still don't want my partner to see me naked. And like, I still, and if we practice, if we go down to that, why, and we start there, like okay maybe i want to lose weight cuz i feel like that's the only way that i'm going to feel sexy in my skin and maybe i won't have right. to you know maybe i won't have to turn the lights off and hide under the blanket when i'm having sex like maybe i can you know take undress in front of my partner the thing oh, is oh god
1: that was never that oh jeez
0: <laughs> the thing is you have to if you practice on that first rather than right. waiting until you know, you maybe lose weight and maybe keep it off because the statistics show that uh, two years after weight loss, you usually gain back the weight plus some. Oh, yes. We're seeking is sustainable weight loss that is sustainable over time. Um, And even if it's not weight loss, at least it's feeling good in your body. So it could be different practices like doing practices of looking at yourself in the mirror naked how you are now and sending positive affirmations like yeah we were
1: talking about that during the romance yourself week you Mm know the just looking in the mirror at yourself completely naked physically and mentally just just looking at yourself completely naked and saying to yourself I love you. I love the stomach that, you know, holds my food. I love the Mm. legs that carry my weight. I love the arms that, you know, help me drive and cook and clean and care for my kids, you know, and just being 100% out there in front of your own self and being accepting of yourself.
0: Mm. Yeah. And, you know, it made me think too, it's like when we're talking about romance ourselves, right? It's us being in love with ourselves, you know? And if one of your reasons for wanting to lose weight is so that like so and so would be attracted to you, um, it's something to say, like, is it is the only way to be attractive if is if you lose weight. Or is I know me and you Jess have been talking recently about like Ashley Graham, right? Like she is, yeah, she's just like extremely sexy and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And she just embraces it. So it's like if she's sexy, and she's not a size zero, then that means that it's not a one size fits all. Like we're all attracted to different things. So right away, that's a lie that, Oh, I want my, my partner. And it's like, if the only way your partner is going to be um, attracted to you is if you lose weight, then like, are you with the right person?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I was on Instagram. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off no, but I yeah. was on Instagram, um, a couple of days ago. And then again, last night, and I came across these two different couples, right? One couple was a little bit older, more mature. Um, they were both really into fitness. They were both, you know, your quote unquote typical, you know, meant for each other as far as like looks as concerned, um, from a, you know, from the outside looking in kind of couple. Right. And they were explaining how, um, you know, your looks are only, they, people are only attracted to you for your looks for so long. Right. Like Mm -hmm. when you're with your spouse after a while, they just look like them. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) Sean just looks like Sean, you know, Abe just looks like Abe, like, you know, Glenn just looks like, after all, they're, they're not, neither unattractive or attractive. They're just your person. Right. So what else gives that spark in the bedroom? Like, what is it? And they were saying it's, it's, it's your body language. It's how you talk to your person, Mm -hmm. how you treat your person. Are you really thoroughly listening? And when those are the things that make somebody, for the lack of better words, sexually attracted to their partner mm-hmm. years after years, after years, after years, right? Because as time goes on, you're going to see other attractive people. You're just going to yeah. leave your spouse and go, you know, make love to the next, the tra- no, it's not going to happen. So I love that. Cause they were saying how, you know, that, that phase it's about, it's about how you treat the person. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching, I was on Instagram last night and I ran into this couple, where by typical social standards they weren't the you know perfect couple she's a bigger girl and he's a very fit guy now come to learn to find out because you know me i'm a social media stalker i know their whole life story now i've seen them one post and i know their whole life story and they were like together from young from like real young or whatever and she was saying how um people often ask her like oh well don't you get jealous when other girls message scott and like you know try to to get his attention and she was like no why and they're like well, because like that girl's like really prettier, you know, she's, she's, mm. she's got like a body type that like matches him. And like, it's obvious that she's into fitness like he is. And she's like, yeah, but she's like, but that's the problem. She's like, all of you guys focus your values and your morals on what that person's skin is, like what that person looks like. She's like, Scott and I have very different things that we find attractive in our partners, whether it's me or somebody else, how they take care of themselves. How confident are they? Um, my he loves my sense of humor. He loves that I'm always willing to help every and anybody. She's like, so no, I don't get nervous when when some cute girl tries to message my husband. She's like, because he's asking her. Okay, that's great. You look cute, but what else do you have to offer me? Mm. Nothing. Okay, then I'm not interested. And um, and I just love those two messages from those from those couples because it was distinguishingly different couples in different places in their life this was like the older one was a mature couple this was a younger couple and but still with the same message of like what what makes you attractive is not necessarily how you look it's it's who you are and I yeah. love when you tell the Marilyn Monroe story how like in an instant you could just turn that on and yeah. and feel that for yourself
0: yeah it's a vibe it is a whole vibe and I'm pretty sure it is of uh, Ashley Graham who says sexy is a mindset and mm-hmm. it's true because, you know, we, you can find proof everywhere. And speaking of social media, cause you know, speaking, you were saying you found these people on social media, a lot of our body image issues. I was just having this conversation this weekend, mm-hmm. especially as women, we've always had body image issues, like probably since right. day one, but social media has so enhanced it.
1: Oh my gosh. And so
0: bad. What we see on social media isn't always the real deal. Most of the time it's not. We have a little filter or people have completely photoshopped or you know, yeah, surgeries to alter. And like you don't know if they had those surgeries or those tuck here and the nip and you yep. know there. Yep. And so we're comparing ourselves. So much, and our whole focus is I need to look like them, I need to look like them, I need to look like them. That we're, and then we go through things that aren't even healthy for us. And that's where I what I preach, you know, like I'm anti diet, I don't believe in the diet world that tells you eat 1200 calories a day only. Or, right, if you like those things that say if you eat a cookie, you have to do 20 burpees to burn it off. Oh and my gosh, it's like, just silly. I'm like, that's the equation. Who's gonna do that?
1: Who, who, who is sitting on their couch eating cookies, like, okay, 20? 40, 60, 80, and then they're gonna get up after, right after that, and do like, first of all, aren't you full from the cookies? Why are you doing burpees right after you cookies? You're gonna throw up. What was the point of that? No, that drives me crazy. So many
0: people do do that, and it's really sad. Um, It's really sad. People
1: that are listening right now, and you do that, please don't do that. Every time you do that, a fairy dies, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: so for what I like to preach, is if we came about our body image, so okay, let's answer the question. So I'm not like, you know. Yeah. Can we love our body and still want to lose weight? The answer is yes. And maybe not everyone has that, has that same answer, but you know what it's, you know, people have different opinions. I
1: think, I think for me, cause I'm not like, I, I can't gung ho answer that question. Yes. Like no problem. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like it's possible, but I think f- for people like me, it's very difficult to do mm-hmm. that because Again, like you said, you know, if you love your body, why do you want to change it? But Uh again, like with your kids and your spouse, you love your kids and you love your spouse, but aren't there some things about them that you would want them to change? Like Mayanna's need to be, you know, incredibly dramatic or (laughs) Jason's need to be an absolute mess. You know, I'd love to change those things, but I love them. So yes, I think it's definitely possible, but it can be difficult.
0: Yeah. And it has to, I think you have to do so much work beforehand to be able to, get to that point and just like I I, maybe I use the word change as well but I don't know if I would I would call it change I would say in not enhance either just like evolve evolve exactly and because we're allowed to evolve and we're all allowed to desire whatever it is we want to desire you know like some people get a haircut and completely dye their hair and change their hair color because there's something in all of us that is going to value the way we look and we want to look in the mirror and love who we see and the idea is work on that aspect first instead of saying it being circumstantial well I'm only going to love my body if my hair is curly I'm only going to love my body if I can fit into my jeans from middle school like if you
1: (laughs) (laughs) who even has their jeans from middle school they probably smell like what's that uh, strawberry shortcake doll oh my gosh I feel like everybody in middle school smells like like a little strawberry shortcake oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I I agree I I agree completely
0: so i think that so the reason why i'm anti-diet is because diets just don't work and and if you're sitting here saying yes they do well tell me which diet you were on and by the definition of worked is that you went on it once you did the 21 days or the 75 or 90 days and you never have looked back you just continued your life losing weight feeling great in your skin never being out of control with food you know every single day you eat your container that's like you know one tablespoon of of avocado because that's all you're allowed so like if that's- And you
1: count all the goldfish that you put in there at the yeah. same time? Oh, gosh. Like if
0: you've been able to sustain that forever, like you are one in, I think it's like 5%. Because most people, and the reason why diets sell so much is because you have to buy new ones. And they're like, well, instead of this fix, it's this fix extreme. It's going to work even better. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you, if they, if diets worked, you never have to go back and you never right. be a repeat customer. And repeat customers- and diets wouldn't be a thing. Exactly. And before diets, we just ate, but diets were created. So and you know, there's certain diets you have to be on. If you're lactose intolerant, don't eat, don't drink milk for the sake of like screw diet culture. I'll live my life because well, I don't
1: (laughs) I live my life, I live it on the edge. (laughs) I don't think that I wouldn't necessarily call that like a diet per se Mm -hmm. because like when I think of diets I think of die literally first yes I think of like don't eat enough so that you're going to pass away but I feel like that's not necessarily a diet that's more of like eating for your medical needs Mm, that's different than dieting you know like dieting is optional you choose to do it because you have a certain goal in mind whatever but you know if you can't eat gluten or, or your lactose intolerance, that's for your like diabetes. We don't call it, we don't say to those people, Oh, you're going on a diet because you're no, diabetic. Yeah. No, you just don't eat sugar in excess because you'll die. You know? Okay. So I think that's definitely like a, a medical thing. And then there are people that use that as an excuse mm-hmm. to create their filter diet. Oh, well, I can't have glucose. Oh, I can't have lactose. Oh, how come it makes me bloated. And it's like, Okay, yeah. but that's just called life and cheese comes at a cost for us and it's worth it. Okay, <laughs> take
0: the blow. <laughs> it's so true. So many, I think glu- the gluten intolerance has gotten a little bit out of hand. There's definitely mm-hmm. poor people who actually have like celiacs and they, yes. but like, of course, if, if I have like um, certain foods, I get bloated like bread. Right. I'm going to get bloated right. because it's just the nature of it. But, you know, yeah. but then there's the painful bloat that people like can't, right. they don't feel good having right. a little bloat and feeling like, oh, I don't want anybody to see me because my, my stomach's a little bloated. That's not, that's self-imposed not feeling good because Correct. honestly you could just rock the bloated stomach and no one actually cares. No one's looking at yeah, you.
1: Yeah. And honestly, really nobody even notices. Let's be no. honest. Like I really don't notice when people are bloated. Like people say, oh, I'm so bloated on my period. And I'm like, you look perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would have never known if you would have, t- unless you would like, if you would have told me I would have had no idea, like yeah. you're fine. You look okay, it's okay. You could wear the dress, you could wear the bathing suit. Yeah. You're rocking it.
0: And, but there are, so for women, especially, I feel there are women who will, um, and I've seen, I, I follow this girl, her name is Rosie Reese. She um, talks about let the stomach hang out. She's like, and she talks about medical things of like how bad it is for us to constantly suck in our stomach. And she mm. says, but it comes at a cost though, because sometimes, especially women, will be like, oh, how far it? How are you? Like, are you expecting or how far along are you? And women, let's do better. I mean, yeah. okay, this is very stereotypical of like this, but I feel like most men wouldn't say that because they know, like, all right. Yeah, you that's don't have something to like do. But women, we're our own worst enemies.
1: I I just find it so funny. And of course, like, it always comes from a good place. Because like, even our grandma does it too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Jesse, I have this shirt. It doesn't fit me. It's too big. You can show it. I'm like, grandma, even the shoes. Oh, these shoes are too big on me. I'm like, even my feet? Even my feet, grandma? You have no hope for No no regard for any of my body. But you know, I know it comes from a place of like, being kind and like, being thoughtful. But I just find it so odd that that's like, a social norm. Like, it's a social norm to say things like that. And it's not really looked at or frowned upon, like that could potentially come off as something as hurtful. And now for Cassandra, she was a little hurt by it because she was like feeling confident. She woke up in a good mood and like, she was feeling like, okay, you know, I'm seeing some changes and that all got so quickly taken away by mm-hmm. one comment that just wasn't really thought about. Exactly. You know? It
0: was, it, they probably didn't think too much into it, but it, it goes to show that a lot of our fears of how people are going to see us um, is also, we should look at how do we say things to other people? How do we view right. other women? Are we looking at someone wearing a bathing suit at the beach and thinking, oh, she shouldn't wear that. She should right. wear something a little bigger because then you're your own problem. Exactly. And, you're putting and,
1: out that in the universe also.
0: And what we put out comes back back to us like a Very boomerang. True. So Very doing true. that work around, well, why do we feel like if you can only wear a certain kind of clothing, a crop top, if you're x amount of pounds and Mm -hmm. it's not true like that's not fact it's not like saying the sky is blue the grass is green yeah it's just a made-up idea that you can choose to subscribe to or not and if you were putting that if you automatically put that hate out to other people it's going to be impossible for you to love yourself so absolutely whether you diet whether you do whatever you're always going to be seeking something that's going to make you feel bad about yourself and everyone else Mm so But honestly, I don't think that the people who listen to this podcast are like that. So let's get to the, we already are working on loving ourselves and loving everyone, women empowering everyone. (laughs) So like what, how do we approach body positive or anti-diet weight loss? And I want to give us some like practical things, but no rules, because that's the thing about diets is you can't eat bread or you can't eat this and this at the same time like all these rules that you're like mm-hmm. okay so honestly if you love yourself think about a kid so your child growing up and we might have talked about this but you're packing lunch for your child you're not going to give them a big mac and like yes yeah. and you know whatever a, a milkshake that's the triple xl right. in their lunchbox right. there's nothing wrong with that i just had mcdonald's the other day it was delicious <sighs> But you, you, you think about a kid's meal, right? A kid's meal, anywhere you go, it comes with like, maybe you do have the hamburger and the kids meal, like Maddie likes, but it also Mm -hmm. comes with some fruit and maybe a milk or some water or some juice. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, whatever, whatever you think about all that food, but you kind of are more mindful about, okay, I know my child needs these different foods to, to grow into a healthy adult. So I know right. they need their calcium, their veggies, their fruits, all of it. And why don't we think, put that same love and attention into feeding our own bodies. Right. And right. The same with kids who are like, I'm hungry. And they're like, okay, so eat something. What do you want? And they're like, oh, I'm in the mood for that. And you give them that choice. And they listen to their hunger cues and to their mm-hmm. desires. We learned to stop listening to those things. So it is actually loving to ourselves to listen to our bodies and think, am I hungry? And believe yourself when you are hungry. And all of these things are like, or listening, am I tired? Should I go to sleep? I'm craving, right. I need a little bit extra self-care. All of these things right. will hydration. lead to- a- Hydration, hydration mm-hmm. is a
1: big one. A lot of the times too, like when my when I'm thinking that I'm hungry or I'm tired, like, especially when I'm tired lately, I was a big coffee drinker, as you knew, like, you know, for a while there at the Merino household, like think that's like all we had in our house. Coffee. We didn't even have water at one point. It was just all coffee all the time. Even the dogs are drinking coffee. <laughs> but, um, and, and so, that, you know, before I'd be like, oh, man, I'm so tired. You know, work just started. I need to get myself a cup of coffee. Now I'm finding, though, when I'm feeling like that, I get a nice cold glass of water and I'm instantly awakened. Weakened, awakened awakened <laughs> I don't know anyway um yeah I, I you know water really does help stimulate and get your body moving and get your metabolism started so mm-hmm. you know like for my kids I don't ever let them have soda unless it's a special occasion because I know it's not good for them I always make sure that they're 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 drinking water and my kids are thankfully now as they're grown-up water people they love water and I think that's that's one very simple way to move in the direction of weight loss or, you know, treating your body healthier by replacing some of these sugary drinks that we all drink and and replacing it with some water and and getting back to the natural way of hydrating and getting your body going.
0: Yeah, it's simple things like that. We don't have to have the all or nothing. Like, okay, you gotta cut out coffee creamer, you gotta cut out soda, you gotta cut out this, that, that. Cause who
1: cuts out? Why would you coffee creamer is life? Like
0: (laughs) no, it's like drink black coffee, all you can drink is water.
1: And And some people like that, Christian like that for a little while, but I I love coffee creamer. Me
0: too. And it's like, okay, just get rid of all joy in your life. And we (laughs) we don't have to have that all or nothing. We can have like instead of drinking a liter of bottle a liter of soda a day, if that's something right. you do, then maybe cut it down by like half. Just do half a liter, right. because exactly. that's going to be more sustainable. Just like if someone smokes two packs of cigarettes a day, you don't say right. cut it out. You usually say, all right, let's try one pack of cigarettes a day, right? And wean then, yourself off. And wean yourself off. Same yep. with any kind of supplements. You're supposed to wean yourself off of supplements. You're not supposed to like just crash and not take any. Um, mm. but that's a whole nother story. Cause some of those supplements you shouldn't take in the first place. Um, right. so it's just all this, like all or nothing mentality. We don't need it. We can just be like, okay, how can I, you know, maybe add a couple more vegetables instead of taking away. It's like, can I add something? Maybe I still want that burger and French fries, um, because right. it's delicious and I'm going to fry them. I'm not going to bake them because I want them to be fried, but like, can I add a side salad? Or can I add a, a side of broccoli instead of taking away and be like, oh, I have to right. replace my fries with broccoli. And you're just right. eating it and you're like, I really want this. Or thing. half and
1: half, you know, like yeah. instead of like a sandwich with, you know, your sandwich and then the other half of the plate is all chips. What about like a sandwich and then like a quarter plate of some chips and then some cucumber slices or pickles mm-hmm. or, you know, um, I, I'm beginning to like the carrot chips. Yeah, got me too. those The carrot chips, that's ranch dressing, you know? Like, how about those? And and slowly, you know, s- shrink in your portions and fill your body with things that you know are going to sustain you for the rest of the day. Like, Jace, when he was little, littler, he would wake up and he would, like, pop tarts for breakfast or pancakes <laughs> or waffles. But then five minutes later, he was hungry again because all of that was really just wasted calories, yep. you know? So now, thankfully, he eats eggs. But, like, when he eats scrambled eggs, he eats, like, five scrambled eggs. Mm. But it's fine because it keeps him sustained longer. Yes. You know, that protein fills him up and, like... And I pair that with like a nice big glass of water for him. And then like one piece of toast. He's not really a big toast person, but my son better eat some toast because you have to eat toast in this house to survive. So, you know, and like one piece of toast and, and I know that will get him through the day. It gives him better energy, more Mm -hmm. energy. That's like positive energy rather than the sugar rush and then the crash, you know?
0: Yep. And that's exactly also being a little bit mindful of like, okay, what's going to keep me? satiated for the long like mm-hmm. for longer and and thinking about that cuz you know i love my carbs for sure and my sugar
1: oh god me too but
0: it's really instant like and that's mm-hmm. the that's the role of carbs it's for instant energy it's your body's first like it wants to use that for energy right away so of course you're hungry a little bit later but then your body's like never satisfied with the nutrients and minerals and and right. all of those things and vitamins that it needs to grow your hair, for your skin to, to heal, yeah. for your nails yeah. to heal, for your, to have energy and endurance and perform well in your workout. So the loving thing to do is to think about those things and right. but without it feeling strict and without it feeling like I have to eat this. And if right. you don't like broccoli, don't eat broccoli. Like you don't yeah, have no. to eat broccoli. Like,
1: what's- yeah, <laughs> literally like- the broccoli police. And I'm just like picturing like giant broccoli socks walking in with like sunglasses and a cap <laughs> on, like, like a police hat on, like, we're here as the broccoli <laughs> You better eat some broccoli someday, sir. No, it's not going to happen to you.
0: Yeah. Eat what you like and have things on hand that you like. Like for me, I know I love broccoli, asparagus and Brussels sprouts. Fresh over frozen mm-hmm. for me because I like to have them crispy. I'm a texture person, so yeah. I love stocking up on those things every time I go to the grocery store because I know it's something I'm going to eat. If I buy myself lima beans, I'm never going to eat them because I hate lima beans. I don't even know why they're a food. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: forgot about poor lima beans. <laughs> That's terrible. Poor like lima why?
0: Beans. Why do you do that to yourself? Instead, yeah. buy yeah. stuff that you actually enjoy to eat, and and then also like I love having um, just a mixture of so many things and not having anything off limits and. Yeah. Yeah. And that mindset makes you not binge all the time, you know, cause restriction always is followed by binging always for always. no reason at all. Um, it's, it's your body. It's not no reason your body is actually like having you binge because of the deprivation. Right. So it's like, okay, now we have to refuel. So now you, right. you feel unsatiated. You know, when people say, I just feel out of control with food, I can't be trusted. And you're like, are mm-hmm. you, you really can be trusted now you, you, you're not, Two or you, you right. can really be trusted. It's just that we've been taught not to trust ourselves, and then we prove mm. to our bodies that we can't be trusted because of all this restriction and this guilt and all of that. So now our body's like, all right, let me take over. Like, yeah, put me in the in the captain seat again. Yeah,
1: exactly. And
0: instead of just allowing ourselves to, you know, have our bodies do its thing, and that means that maybe you're not going to lose fifty pounds in in two weeks, but. But you you can you know lose some weight over time and keep it off right. because you don't. It's not like and there's no end. It's not like I'm going right. to be on this diet for 90 days. It's like right I, there is no. This is my no lifestyle ending. now. One this day. Is my
1: lifestyle now. Yeah.
0: One day I might not eat a single veggie and it's fine. That doesn't yeah. mean I'm off track. It just means that that's just life and that's what happens. The next day I might eat all veggies and like not mm. really crave um you know sugar or anything and that's fine right. too but it's like right. allowing yourselves to have all of it and yeah. just always coming at it with love and the goal is to feel good not only to like and not relying basing all of your results on the scale like the scale is only it's mass times gravity it only tells so much of the story but yeah, really it's
1: totally just physics It's nothing yeah
0: it's just like math. You'll weigh less on the moon because there is no gravity. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you put the scale on kilograms, you, the number will go down. So if you want instant am yeah, less... Really?
1: Definitely doing that. <laughs> definitely just... doing that. Or you're go like in the it? pool. Go in the pool and anyone can carry you. You'll feel like a skinny version of you in no time. Exactly. Like Jace carries, around, Jace carries me on his shoulders and I'm like, this is the smallest <laughs> I've ever been. I'm still the same size, Jessica. You're just in a pool, weirdo.
0: It's all relative, but it's the way to really see if you're going, if you're, um, if, you're on the right track, the right is yeah. how are you going to the bathroom? How does your skin look? How is your hair growing? How, how is you your sleeping? hair even growing? Yep.
1: Are you sleeping is a big one. I noticed like for me too, because I really hate the scale, but for me, because I'm always full of aches and pains in my back and my knee and mm-hmm. my shoulder and my hip, I always know when I'm headed in the right direction when I have less of these aches and pains. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these aches and pains too are self-inflicted, not only because I, you know, choose to allow myself to you know, not eat as healthy as I should be, but I don't move my body as much. So Mm -hmm. it's very stiff. It's not as agile as it could be. Now, if I were to incorporate more body movement, like simple body movement, like I'm not even saying like, Oh, you know, and on top of BFF, I got to go do, you know, two hours in the gym or whatever, just walking, going on a bicycle ride, swimming, but like actually swimming with my kids, not just like sitting there in the corner of the pool, you know, flicking my little legs, like I'm a little mermaid and calling that swimming, like actually swimming, going to the playground, you know, like a quick little Jog or something. Mm. And then, of course, you know, like maybe hitting the elliptical, going to the. I, I love the elliptical. I love running on the elliptical. You know, things like that, going up and down your stairs instead of taking the elevator, yeah. all those kind of bo- body movements. They they lubricate your your joints and they and they strengthen your muscles around them. And it makes it easier for you to do those things. And then in no time, you'd be surprised, like, wow, this blouse is fitting a little bit more comfortably around, you know, my my waist. And, oh, these pants are is pa- I got a little extra room in these pants and you wouldn't even realize what's going on because it's just through day-to-day small Mm. choices park in the furthest parking spot don't fight for a parking spot so Mm -hmm. close up next to the handicap you know god willing knock on wood you're not handicapped so park far away and and take those extra steps and and leave those spots for the elderly who do need it Mm -hmm. and um and before you know it that's you know that's a good way to start losing the weight quote-unquote but more so than losing weight you know taking down a few sizes and 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 fitting into your skin a little bit more lean.
0: Yeah. And if that's what, you know, like we said, it's all relative. You, you might it's okay to have a weight loss goal, but it's also it's you shouldn't only do those things if you have a weight loss goal. Those are things we should be doing to keep ourselves healthy, healthy for the long run. And exactly another thing, like working out. When you think of like, oh, if I'm doing 20 burpees to make up for the meal I had last night, there's you suck all the joy out of movement and Mm -hmm. we should move our body in a way that feels good to us. And then um, I was just talking to someone who was saying, you know, sometimes weight loss is as simple as getting a pet and all of a sudden you have to walk the dog and you, you know, or whatever it is, like it could be something as simple as um, mowing your lawn or doing yard work Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, instead of Mm -hmm. maybe you you had to cut some finances and the, the kid, teenager down the road who used to mow your lawn, you mow your lawn now and now you do that right. all summer long and you notice hey i'm actually like feeling a little better in my body because i mm-hmm. push the lawnmower around every week um it can be that simple but we overthink things because we think you know it's like the, those memes like i ate a salad <laughs> i ate a salad yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> why mostly... am i not skinny yeah yeah
1: I love that it's like i have whatever facebook when i found that on my my facebook from like on my memories and it was like i've been dieting since 11 a.m i even ate a salad and i'm not skinny yet I <laughs> gave up. and it's like that's literally me that's literally, yeah. if i'm not skinny by 11 there's no hope like i'm done yep. now but that's just not that's just not realistic that's mm-hmm. just not how things work yep that's just not how it goes
0: and once we stop having that our focus all of a sudden you're like, now I'm working out because I love it. Like I found out that I love hiking and it mm-hmm. makes me feel more alive or I'm really enjoying making these, my meals now because it's also, I, it's Instagram worthy. I feel like it's beautiful enough to take a picture of, but also it's dang delicious and I can't wait yes, to eat it. Yes, Instead absolutely. of being like, I got to eat my sad salad that literally looks like a frown. There's a bell a single bell pepper on it. That's like <laughs> frowning and two cherry tomatoes. That's all I got.
1: Oh my God, I'm sad. Turn that frown upside down. Put that green bell pepper around you'll be fine oh my god that's saying <laughs> but yeah no it's that's really true you have to you really have to look at it from a place of of love rather than than hate and you know like oh this body that you know isn't acceptable by social standards mm-hmm. or i have to photoshop it to make it to make it worthy to put on my facebook and not only that like first first and foremost let's take social media out of the, out of the platform though like even pictures in your house. I have no pictures of me hanging up because I just I'm like every time I see a picture of me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so big. Wow. Who even took that picture of me? But the truth is, like, these are all memories that I should be putting on my wall so that, you know, this is my home. When I walk in the door, I can remember all these memories yeah. of these beautiful pictures. Why am I why am I stifling myself? And why am I hindering myself from enjoying all these beautiful memories I made in life? Because I don't want to see me in a picture. I don't want to see what I look like. Well, you know what? That body that's in that picture is the body that got you there. That's the Mm -hmm. body that worked hard to get you on vacation. That's the body that worked hard to get you to the top of that mountain peak and hiked you all the way up there. Take the picture. Keep those memories. And then when you're older, you know, and it really doesn't matter what body you're in because uh, you get... I I'm hoping God willing, one day we all get to a point where we're just like, look, this is my body and it got me through this life and I love it. And that's it, period. When you're finally in that body, that's like, you know, you love it regardless, wrinkly and, and, mm-hmm. and shot and, you know, maybe legs that don't work, but you love it because it got you through this life. Are, isn't that person in that body going to want to look back and look back on all the memories you made in your younger body, regardless of what it looked like? Mm-hmm. You're going to want to have those memories because you're going to have loved that person. You know, you're gonna have loved that person that you were, and all those things that you did for yourself and your loved ones.
0: Yeah, and that's the practice of like, if you can learn to love the body that you're in now, you know, eventually, you know, when you look in the mirror and you're you're dieting and you're like, oh, these pants are still tight, or like the number's still not going down. Instead, when you distract yourself, kind of distract yourself with focusing on feeling good, you don't. That's not the stuff you focus on. You're just like looking and you're like, wow, look at my hair, look at my skin. Right. And then all of a sudden, you get dressed one day and you're like. Wait a minute. I have to like use a belt now because, yes, and then yes. that is so much more rewarding than waking up one day knowing that you only had 500 calories because that's all you were allowed. And you're like, oh, I fit in my pants, but I'm starving. I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I really like, I really just want a you're cheeseburger. Your
1: hair, your nails aren't growing. Yeah, it's
0: that's not very rewarding. And that can definitely cause disordered eating, rather than just it all of a sudden it becoming unexpected. And then you're like, Oh, wait, my body does know what it's doing. My body wants me to be my healthiest self. That's the goal. Our body is amazing. Its whole goal is to keep us healthy. And our idea is nobody you don't know what you're talking about my goal is the only goal in life is to be skinny and right. if you're not helping me be at like the same size as these models that like you know on the fashion shows then you're not working properly and yeah. i need to go yeah. take tests because i think my oh, thyroid yeah, is bad thing. and yes, i think that's- it must be this i think i'm
1: lactose intolerant Mm -hmm. maybe i have you you create all these things for yourself but when in reality it's just you know simple life choices that you. and also oh my gosh i was watching this um this is this is perfect too i was watching something the other day on tv i forget it was like an interview with somebody or like some, some it was something i don't know and um she was a famous girl i don't remember her name but regardless, she was saying how her niece, a few years before this interview that she was having with this person, her niece did an experiment in school, and she had to grow two plants. And one plant, she talked Mm. positive, loving affirmations to the plant. And, you know, whenever she was with this plant, she was just very, you know, full of positive energy and, and saying nice things and talking about the great plans of her day or whatever, just being a po- overall positive person in front of this plant. And then she had another plant in another room where whenever she would go to that plant, she would change her energy to very negative And she would talk mean things into it. Oh, you stupid plant, you're taking so long to grow and blah, 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 blah. You're never going to blossom. And, you know, I hate this stupid day. I have to do these stupid chores and water you and then go. And over time, The plant that was spoken to negatively, it died. The soil, Mm -hmm. every time she would water it, the soil would just—it just dried up and it cracked and it died. It never—it never grew. Mm -hmm. And this one that she spoke such positive affirmations into it and just overall had a positive energy about it, it blossomed and grew Mm -hmm. and it was beautiful and fruitful. And the person that was having this interview, this famous person, she was like, it all goes to show that you give off energy and that energy does something to yourself and everyone around you. Mm -hmm. And if you continuously talk negative to yourself and your loved ones, you're never going to see the fruits of, of your love. But if you speak to yourself and your loved ones and positively with positive affirmations, you'll see the growth and the blossoming that you'd want to see you know, that you want to see for yourself and your Mm -hmm. loved ones for your kids. So, um, I think she was talking about it like in the sense of children and like, you know, like how, you know, parents and teachers should speak to kids, blah, blah, blah. But it goes for yourself too. You know, if you're speaking to yourself negatively, you're never going to lose the weight because you hate yourself so much. Why would you bother to eat vegetables? I just hate this body. Give it a cheeseburger and let it croak. Who cares? Yeah. You know? And, but if you talk positively to your body, you'll say to yourself, okay, I love this body. So I want to do things that are good for it. I want to, take this self-care bath. I want to drink this, this tea, you know, I want to rest with this headache. I don't want to push myself and, Mm -hmm. and make it worse. You know, I want to take care of it. So positive affirmations are really, they literally scientifically do make a difference.
0: They do. And multiple people have done that test. And, um, you know, they, I think Ikea has, they did a study with that once as well. Uh, and it's just, yeah, the, you don't thrive in, in when you're talking negatively, negatively to yourself. Same with like, if, the, if you're a kid in school who has this person who's bullying you all the time, like mm-hmm. those words, like energetically, even though you're like sticks and stones, they break my bones. Yeah. But, and, and you're like, I know I'm beautiful, but like, once you hear it constantly and constantly, mm-hmm. you're like, it's going it to get to you. you. So wow. it, we can use that to our advantage and, and just, yeah be kindly about ourselves and maybe you know for me my stomach is always a, a spot of of things that I'm constantly doing work on because you know I'm I used to think that the only way I was worthy was if I had six-pack abs and I was looking yeah, I remember
1: you to always talk about that
0: and you yeah always
1: talked about you wanting abs
0: abs that's all I wanted it's like abs are made in the kitchen and I'm like okay um <laughs> abs- <laughs>
1: i'm gonna make you pancakes one day in the shape of abs be like look i made them for you in the kitchen
0: (laughs) and it's like okay but now i have to i make sure that i'm like saying some positive stuff to my stomach because yeah you know it's it's choosing that spot that is your weak, you know and and also maybe Mm -hmm. if you're not at the point yet where you're like i cannot say anything positive about my my belly but maybe it's your legs like you were talking the other day you're like i love my legs i want to show them off more and it's the more it's what you focus on grows. So like the more you focus on your legs, next thing you know you're gonna be like, yeah. you know what? I'm I've been doing my BFF hump day. My booty's looking pretty good. Look at that.
1: Oh girl, I gotta <laughs> talk some good stuff into my butt. But I love you. I love you. You voluptuous <laughs> little thing. You. Yeah, I gotta talk some good affirmations in there. Like For Stephanie real. was saying that she was talking about um her legs too. She's got mm-hmm. some killer legs too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's got nice legs.
0: We're seeing some leg gains in BFF land.
1: Seriously.
0: So, okay. So that's basically, that's basically the point here is love your body healthy rather than hating it skinny. And there's nothing wrong with being skinny. There's nothing wrong. Skinny is beautiful. Fat is beautiful. Mm -hmm. We're all beautiful. It's just something that, you know, it doesn't describe who we are at our core. It's just something that is. So it's just that we should focus on being healthy rather than the number on the scale. And it's not bad. If you want to lose weight, even though you've been working on your self-love, don't Cause you don't want to like feel guilty about a desire that you have, you know, it's like, we're trying to get rid of the guilt. That's why I'm anti-diet. So don't make yourself guilty. Like it, if it turns into your body positivity journey, turns into more guilt and shame, then it's defeating the purpose. Right. And if you want more of this mindset Um, join BFF. I mean, if you're, a lot of our listeners are already in BFF, so they know, but like, if you aren't a BFF member on Bloom Flourish Fitness, join us. We work on this and um, Mm -hmm. this is our whole goal. We
1: encourage each other with, with positive too. Cause like, you know, there's a lot of days that I go on there and I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling life. I'm not feeling anything. And the girls are so quick to like, pick me up and, you know, tell me like, listen, you can do hard things and like all these things and then just so very encouraging, you know, because at the end of the day, really the point of losing weight or, or starting on your wellness journey, your health journey is so that you can feel good because Mm -hmm. life is, life is way too short to spend any of it feeling like, crap. And I know for me, when I eat like crap, I feel like crap because I'm just putting crap inside my body. When I eat good, I feel good. And, you know, for me, eating good, isn't just, you know, No carbs, no sugar, only greens. A thousand calories a day. Only eat between 11 and 12. That doesn't feel good. That feels Mm -hmm. like that feels like work. That's literally a job. First of all, I gotta like check the clock. I gotta set an alarm. I gotta count my calories. I hate math. I like seriously, it's just work. (laughs) None of that feels good. So you know, I eat what I want when I want, and I make sure that I incorporate some some healthy things in there that I know are gonna sustain my body and and keep me going, and you know, keep me away from medications for high blood pressure and stuff at a young age. So to do the things that are, that make you feel good. And Mm -hmm. as you notice you feeling good, you'll want like everything, every, everything in life, right. Everyone has like a little addiction, like an, like a chocolate addiction or like an addiction to shoes or like an addiction to ramen, but feeling good can be very addictive in itself. Mm -hmm. And you start to do more things to get that feeling. And then lo and behold, you have this feel good life that you didn't even know was happening as it happened around you.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah exactly i like that be addicted to feeling good um yeah because that's some days feeling good going to be the salad some days it's going to be the glass of wine yes. and the and the you know la vodka we don't you oh, don't know yes <laughs>
1: Penny alla vodka. that sounds so good i love you and you put some peas in there there you go boom you're doing good now
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want i hate peas i really those are another thing lima beans and peas
1: oh Forget my gosh it. those little green beans stand no chance around you you have nope. terrible but
0: food. I love edamame love I edamame so... or like
1: sugar snap peas sugar snap oh, peas yeah. are really good too. I used to eat those all the time as a kid growing up and I thought yeah. like I, I always wondered like why are they called sugar snap peas because this is obviously not sugar but they're still
0: good. <laughs> they were I like them fresh from the garden but I think it was more yeah. so like that aspect of it that made me like a yeah um So don't discriminate against peas, just eat them if you like them, but I just don't like
1: (laughs) Oh man, that's too funny. Yes. And I love that. I love, I love, love, love that saying love yourself healthy. Don't hate yourself skinny because Mm -hmm. I've been through so many spaces in my life, so many places in my life where I was like super, super thin. And two years later, I had gained all the weight back because I didn't do it the right way. You know, I cut out all carbs. I cut out all sugar, only a thousand calories a day. I counted the calories in goldfish. I worked out for two hours a day. I ran two miles a day. I left no, no time for real life. So I finally was in this body that I, I, you know, thought was going to be the end all be all for me. i finally in this body that I was meant to be in. And I didn't even enjoy life in it because all I did was try to keep that body that I was in and I mm-hmm. was not enjoyable at all. So when i went back to, you know, living an enjoyable life and it was just not sustainable and yep. I gained back all the weight and then some, and it was a, a terrible roller coaster. And I'm still trying to find that happy meat. I'm still trying to figure out how to love the body that I'm in while also changing it for the better. Not because I'm concerned about what everybody else thinks about me, because there's so many people out there. There's people that are skinnier than me, people that are bigger than me, people that are, you know, built just like me, people who are built the opposite of me. Everybody looks different. Everyone's got different skin tone, whatever. Um, and everyone's beautiful in their own ways, but I definitely want to start making healthier choices. And my weight loss journey, I think I want to be because I want to live a nice long life for my kids. Yeah. And I want to see my, my family, you know, grow up and I want to grow old and you know, I want to shoot, man. I want to make me on to change my diapers. Listen, I changed a lot of diapers <laughs> back in the day. Someone got to change my diapers now, so I'm gonna live long enough for me. has got to change my diaper. That's my goal. That's my why.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> poor Bayana. <laughs> oh. oh, I man. love that. Well, thank you. This if thanks for listening. But if you liked this conversation, really join BFF because this is our conversation. Always, this is just. Yes the theme behind bloom flourish fitness just like what you were saying with the affirmations and blooming and blossoming like that is what we are we're flourishing we're blooming we're thriving we're i'm going to be 30 flirty and thriving in a couple of months and i'm so excited that has nothing to do with anything but i like the But you want
1: to be part of bff because it's going to be a big (laughs) online celebration yes we're
0: going to party in my 30th year so that is all for this week to tomorrow next week oh wait quick congratulations Jess on being the BFF member of the month you got voted
1: thank you that's right (laughs) oh my gosh it was oh my gosh honestly guys it's just a humbling experience and I really wish that if you guys are not members of BFF that you join so that you can understand how wonderful and overwhelming a feeling it is to be nominated by all these wonderful women as member of the month because they're all so amazing and special in their own way and to be recognized by all these amazing women that I'm an amazing woman is such a boost for my self-confidence and my self-love. So um, join in and you never know, maybe you'll be member of the month and you can feel like this too.
0: So next week is gonna be our last episode of the first season of the Feel Good Daily Show. So we have some fun things planned for season two. We'll probably welcome on some guests and just have some fun yeah. with it. Um, yeah. so thank you for listening along as always. We love doing this and it helps us and, feel oh, good and too. And hi Anna,
1: we didn't mention Anna, we have to listen to her name.
0: <laughs> yes, Anna, we love you. Um, <laughs> and thank you for listening. Also, I'm gonna do a shout-out to Jamie, she's an avid listener of of the oh, feel good daily man. show. And we love your support, Jamie. So thanks for tuning in and, and following along and sharing your journey as well. So have a great week. Happy Monday. If you're listening to this one, at airs and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to our show. We hope that you would share this with someone that you think would enjoy it. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen
1: to podcasts, and we hope to see you next time.